0: Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. That is a fake name that I came up with for this newsletter. I was at a meeting recently where a guy said, I need to put down the blame thrower. And I laughed out loud when he said it. And I laughed quite, quite loud. I literally was like, ha ha ha. Um, I was completely caught off guard by the cleverness of that phrase. And I in my heart of hearts, I was like, God damn, I wish I had come up with this. It's brilliant. Because um, it is a great word, isn't it? Because when I play the blame game, I don't gently assign blame. I don't use a, what's what else could you use other than a blame thrower, A blame letter? A blame fax machine? Uh, <laughs> I use a blame thrower. You know, I start torching people, usually in my head. That's a positive thing. I usually do this internally. But occasionally I do it to somebody's face, or I'll say something to a friend about another friend, where I'm uh, using the blame thrower. And guess what? flamethrowers tend to leave in their wake in this world. They leave a lot of damage and a lot of things that got burned down. And I don't really want to live like that. Um, I spent the, the next twenty four hours or so. I thought I, I thought I'd track how often I would start firing up the blame thrower, where I would assign blame on someone for something that I didn't like. And it was more than I thought. Um, but they were a lot of smaller things than I expected. There, there actually weren't a lot of giant things that caused terrible heartache. And I tried to blame them on other people. Those are, those are tricky when something really bad happens and you're like, Whoa, I, I gotta find a culprit here. Who Who's at fault? Um, But there were so many little things that I immediately tried to pawn off on being somebody else's fault. Uh, As I tracked those examples, I noticed a boomerang effect in almost every example. Uh, My wife uh, at one point raised her voice at my nine-year-old for some shitty behavior that honestly somebody needed to yell at her for. Um, So she yelled at her, and then a half hour later, my nine-year-old raised her voice at me. And I immediately got irritated with my nine-year-old, which resulted in me blaming my wife for, I said, oh, she taught her, you know, by yelling at her, she taught her, that that's how you talk to people, you yell them. Did, did those two things have anything to do with each other? Maybe, but maybe not. You know, even if they did connect somehow, was it worth me investing a bunch of time in coming up with blame? Definitely not. I can say that with, with, with certainty. Definitely not. And when I say boomerang effect, I mean that I often assign blame to someone as a gut instinct because deep down I know I played a part in it, you know, and I don't like that. So my natural inclination, I think a lot of people's natural inclination is like, let me just point the finger somewhere else because I don't want to, I don't want to have to clean up my side of the street again, you know. Since I heard that phrase, blame thrower, I, I also thought about how assigning blame for things might not, it might not be a horrible thing sometimes, but it, it's horrible to do it as a blame thrower. You know, that phrase is what I keep coming back to, blame thrower. And that phrase evokes the idea that you don't just hold someone accountable, which is like a good thing, right? Somebody that says they're going to get a work project done by noon and they don't get it done. You know, like, I don't know, you don't use a blame thrower, but you say, hey, Mike or Heather, what's going on? I thought you said noon. Um, Like, that seems like holding someone accountable, but that's not what that phrase is, right? That phrase is that you burn them down entirely. You assign blame and you just are, are angry about it, you know, um, so, like, assigning blame might be healthy in some situations, you know, getting to the bottom of things. But there's almost no instance where I need a blame thrower. It, like, that's going after somebody to an extreme. I also spent the past few days thinking about the concept of never blaming anyone for anything. Um, It's great, great idea, but, like, it doesn't quite work 100% of the time because you need to occasionally hold someone's feet to the fire in a healthy way, of course. But when, when I was thinking about trying to not blame people or the world or my higher power for, for things, I found myself letting go of mild transgressions much quicker. It set the bar pretty high, you know, and I found myself not making connections between a small misstep from one of my kids And then all the catastrophic thoughts that usually accompany assigning blame to them. Like, for instance, I'll usually think like, well, she yelled at me and it's only gonna get worse. I need to fix this right now or it's gonna be 50 years of this, 50 years of hell where she yells at me all the time and she also yells at her own kids too. And oh my God, it's like generational, blah, blah, blah. Um, I found myself doing less of that, you know? And, And I found that, The less I tried to lock in a strategy after every little thing, like how do I assign blame? Who's at fault here? The less I did of that, the more I was able to move on. And I got to say, I haven't yet had an example where I look back on one of those situations and I thought, you know what? I wish I'd fired up my blame thrower more than I did. So thank you for letting me share.